tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Tonight on Business Live, Chamber of Petroleum Consumers Ghana COPEC predicts prices of fuel will remain unchanged at the pumps for the first pricing window of October. International Monetary Fund reiterates optimism that the official creditor committee and government will find an agreement soon on the external debt restructuring. Next steps on debt restructuring are for the official creditor committee to agree with the authorities on the specific modalities of debt relief and for the authorities to continue to engage with their external private creditors um, for relief on their external debt. Plus, former president of Ghana Association of Banks, Alhansan Andani, insists restoration of investor confidence may take a while despite the country securing an IMF program. Problem is the... It's a lot more institutional reform, a lot more confidence. And um, are we going to you know, stabilize with IMF and go back to a debt capital market? Mm-hmm. If we don't, who is going to, what kind of attraction do we have now for foreign direct investments to come and kickstart? We have details of these and many others shortly.
thanks for your company. I am Pius Kuju Baka. Let's now settle for the details. And the International Monetary Fund has reiterated that it is hopeful the official creditor committee and the Ghanaian government will find an agreement soon on the external debt restructuring. More than half of the country's $52.3 billion debt are owed to external creditors and therefore a significant haircut is crucial to reduce the debt. Speaking at a press conference, Director of Communications at the IMF, Julie Kozak, said it is good for the government to finalize the restructuring of its domestic debt. Uh, Ghana's program has three objectives, three key objectives, uh, restoring macroeconomic stability, ensuring debt sustainability, and laying the foundations for higher and more inclusive growth. And the program includes wide-ranging reforms to build resilience while protecting the most vulnerable. The next steps on debt restructuring are for the official creditor committee to agree with the authorities on the specific modalities of debt relief and for the authorities to continue to engage with their external private creditors um, for relief on their external debt. Uh, these discussions are ongoing, and we hope that the OCC, the official creditor committee, and the Ghanaian authorities will find an agreement soon. Uh, the government has recently finalized the restructuring of its domestic debt. Former president of the Ghana Association of Banks, Dr. Alhassan Adani has maintained that restoration of investor confidence may take a while despite the country securing an IMF program. It is the expectation of some analysts that Ghana will attract investors just as Zambia did after it secured an IMF program. But Dr. Andani argued that more fiscal reforms need um, to be quickly implemented to help turn things around for the country. In terms of stability within the fiscal regime, yes, it's given because if we didn't have a program right now, it could have been worse. worse. It should have been, yeah, we just because you know you're running systems, you're running government has bills to pay, and we just went didn't have the income to pay those bills. That gap is what this is. So within the government system, quieting down, taking a breather, yes. But after you've taken the breather, what next? Mm. Who's going to respond for you to get that more taxes? You know, so those uh, institutional reforms, that discipline to actually execute policy, how's people, how are people going to take it? Mm. So, yeah, the problem is deeper. It's a lot more institutional reform, a lot more confidence. And um, are we going to you know, stabilize with IMF and go back to the debt capital market? Mm. If we don't, who is going to, what kind of attraction do we have now for foreign direct investments to come and kickstart? And it's, the, it's in the area of foreign direct investments that you are now looking at all the distortions created by the global disruptions from geopolitics, from war, from COVID, from every, every institution. I mean, Europe is now trying to self-preserve. The Americas will be trying to self-preserve. You can see the Gulf countries are doing things. China, all of them are trying to... So that kind of massive direct um, investments that we probably are expecting, we've got to be, we have to moderate it and probably start to craft uh, investment programs that are large enough, impactful enough, you know, that can stand on its own mm -hmm. in terms of global exchange. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure where after the IMF, we expect those funds to suddenly flow in. Mm. Because even do domestic own, uh, domestic uh, revenue generation and taxes yeah. will be challenged.
or in the financial space and players in the industry sector have welcomed news that banks are engaging government to pay debts owed contractors despite moves by commercial banks to cut back on lending as a result of the rising non-performing loans and the current economic challenges. A former president of the Ghana Association of Banks, Dr. Alhansan Adani, says banks will support viable projects despite the 20% surge in non-performing loans. Now, Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industries, Mark Bidwabwaje is optimistic the move will cushion the sector. It's a good news. Um, if any business has the potential to uh, expand in spite of the current economic challenges, and there's an assurance that you get a loan or the facility that you need to expand, then of course it's a, it's a good news for, uh, for, for businesses. But it's coming uh, from somebody probably who is... Uh, not in the banking system now in terms of providing the facility. Mm. I hope the banks are, are listening, and I hope that they have strong um, books to be able to support uh, businesses uh, that would want to borrow from them, um, in spite of the increase in the uh, non-performing loans. I see. But I'm, I must say that I'm not really surprised with the increase in the non-performing loans. I mean, any economy that is going through the macroeconomic crisis like we are having now, one of the things that you expect is that non-performing loans will go up. And if you look at the background of our challenges where um, the policy rate keeps increasing, mm. uh, invariably the, the interest rates are also going up. Mm. So definitely it becomes extremely difficult for anybody who borrow with this high interest rate be able to pay back when they themselves are not making enough money because the cost of production is also uh, uh, going up. So um, it's a difficult situation, but we are hoping. We have a lot of these contractors um, who have um, completed the work for government and they have not received uh, payment for the work that they have done. In fact, some of our members are going through difficult moments. Um, I know those who have passed on because uh, they are taking loans and they are not being able to pay and the banks are on them. I know some of them which they have confiscated their properties because they are not able to pay. I have a friend in, um, in Kirkus, for instance, who built a whole market using loans and he has not been paid and he's going through a difficult moment. So if the government can take up this good decision that they are going to pay uh, this contract, but the monies will go through the banks. It means the banks also get the liquidity to be able to learn to other businesses who will be willing to also take facilities from them. So it's, it's a very good news for uh, for. To one of our headline stories, and the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers Ghana has disclosed that its intention with oil marketing companies have shown that fuel prices will remain unchanged at the pumps for the first pricing window of October. According to the Chamber, even though the risk expected to be 1% increase in finished uh, petroleum products, most OMCs have decided not to pass on the cost to consumers due to competition. Dan Kanamwa is the Executive Secretary of COPEC. For the first window in the month of October, the anticipation is that pump prices could generally remain unchanged. Although if you do the numbers, there's some 1% adjustment that could have been added. Speaking to a lot of the oil marketing companies, you get an indication that most of them are generally likely to maintain prices at the current levels you find them, not because they don't acknowledge that prices could have gone up, but I'm sure the market competition would make a lot of them to retain uh, prices.
Now, five more institutions have been picked up for non-compliance with the country's data protection laws in the latest round of an enforcement action by the Data Protection Commission. The institutions, which are Care Flight Clinic, Embassy Gardens, Morning Star School and Grace Homeopathic Clinic, were found to be operating without data protection licenses. The fifth company, CAFAM, though registered, had breached sections of the data protection laws. Regulatory and Compliance Director at the Data Protection Commission, Quentin Akrobeto, led the enforcement action and addressed the media. The Data Protection Commission. Registration is just one of the aspects of compliance. In fact, it's just the beginning process of compliance. What we expect from institutions is to bring their processing under the radar of the Data Protection Commission for supervision. So, for some of the institutions, they haven't registered at all. So, we have equally big institutions in this regard. And this exercise, as we have said, has come to stay. It will continue on a monthly basis. And institutions who are yet to register with the Commission should take note from this and quickly come and register with the Commission. Those institutions who have registered but their registration licenses have expired and they haven't renewed them should quickly come and renew them because this exercise will expand the scope to cover registrations, renewals, and complaints that we receive from uh, 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 the, the, the public as far as processing of personal data is concerned. So no institutions will think they've been left out. Let's talk st uh, statistics now, shall we? The Ghana Statistical Service has made known its intention to contribute to building data um, literate country, which would have its policies driven by data. The board chair of the Ghana Statistical Service, Dr. Grace Bidiakun, who made this known, said her institution launched four digital platforms towards achieving this initiative by enabling easy access to their database, which has millions of indicators collated from across the country. The Ghana Statistical Service digital platforms designed to have a user-friendly outlook have millions of data. The platforms are the Stats Bank, Digital Census Atlas, Rasterized Data, and Microdata Access. Stats Bank is an online data archive which has disaggregated data from censuses and survey with over 350 million statistics. It is designed not only to be used by technocrats but people with basic knowledge. Digital Census Atlas furnishes users with a visual census outlook on the Ghana map, providing data of geographical locations and percentage instead of absolute numbers. It has over 350 indicators. The rasterized data serves users with data beyond the national, regional and district levels. It extends to the remotest and smallest areas in the country. Microdata Access Platform, which has raw data for specialized analysis, is designed for advanced users such as the academia, researchers, among others. Speaking at the University of Health and Allied Sciences edition of GSS, GSS Stats Bank in Ho, the board chair of GSS, Dr. Grace Bediaku, highlighted the vision of her outfit. With the initiatives that GSS is coming up with, data will not, availability will not be a problem. The problem will really be the will and the capacity to use the data and to make the data um, available 
in a user-friendly manner so that policymakers can really engage with the data that we produce and the research that we put out. But I think fundamentally, we want to have a data literate institute in the country and data-driven policy environment so governments can actually enact policies based on sound um, information, analyze data. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. The Registrar of the University of Health and Allied Sciences, Mrs. Ya Amankwa Opwini, lauded the initiative by the Ghana Statistical Service and underscored its vital use by the academia. This initiative, bringing information to the doorstep of stakeholders, institutions such as UHAS by the GSS, is very laudable. Not only have they shown us the information credible information available to us, but they have shown, demonstrated to us how we can actually access the information from their platform. It is a good initiative and we can only commend their efforts doing so. Fred Kwame Asari, Joy News. This is still Business Life here with me, Pios Kujobaka. We are taking a breather. We'll be right back with more. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, 
She never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store All the apps store and discover the smart way to bank echo bank the pan-african bank the new football season is here and it's best seen on hd plus in five times crystal clear images see the new signings jerseys silky skills and great goals catch the dfb pop j1 league and the argentina copa de la liga professional on score hd channel 151 the best of african football on gtv Hi, Larry Elder here. I never really thought much about how aches and pains can reduce a person's quality of life until pain started keeping me from living my best life. Just a few years ago, using the stairs was difficult because of the back pain. Then I found Relief Factor, a 100% drug-free solution for aches and pains. Within a week, I was on my way back to being pain-free. Now I have my life back. I take Relief Factor every single day. Relief Factor can help your body fight the inflammation that causes joint and muscle pain and the other aches and pains that come with everyday life. Treat yourself to feeling better. Move more, live more, and just enjoy your life more with Relief Factor. Join me and more than a half a million others. Get started today with your three-week quick start for only $19.95. About 70% go on to order more because it worked for them. Go to relieffactor.com to order now. That's relieffactor.com. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. Relieffactor.com. Sportsline, channel 150. World football is best seen feeling feeling on HD5. Grab a coda and subscribe for three months at 85 Ghana CDC at HD+. See it feel. Thanks for joining us here with us here on Mar- uh, Business Life with me, Pius Kuju Baka. Let's talk Coco, shall we? And Coco has been central to the country's de- uh, debates on development, economic reforms, and poverty alleviation strategies since independence in 1957. However, the sector continues to encounter challenges at the international and local scenes, including child labor and deforestation. Today, I'm joined by a representative from the Ghana Civil Society Coco Platform, an independent platform established to advocate and influence cocoa sector policies and programs. And Isifu Isaka is also the president of the uh, Safi Bokwai Cocoa Farmers Association and joins me in studio to talk more about the cocoa sector. Isifu, thanks so much for joining me on Business Life. First off, give me, now, give me an overview of um, how the cocoa sector is faring. Oh, thank you very much for the opportunity. And let me take this opportunity to welcome all cocoa farmers and industry players to your program. And then I may say, cocoa is still, we are still doing well, not all that bad. And then it has been a mixed feeling for both cocoa farmers and industry players. So as we speak, uh, there is some level of challenges that uh, farmers are facing on grounds and and the government as usual. But I think uh, things are also in somehow uh, right move. 
All right, so I, I do know that the challenge, some of the challenges has to do with the fact that some of your cocoa farmers um, are, you know, sitting off their cocoa farms to uh, rubber plantation. And that is a major concern for most industry players. And can you tell me more about that and how you are tackling that or addressing that? Yes, place? not to only rubber industry, but other are selling out their cocoa farms to galamsias and others to are moving away from the cocoa to oil palm and other things because of uh, the challenging that cocoa farmers have been facing. And then uh, for so many years, cocoa, farming have, uh, cocoa farmers have not been looking very uh, attracting. Like if you take the global uh, cocoa system, you could see that most of the gains go outside instead of to come to production. The uh, companies, the international bodies are taking huge chunk of the of the gains. If you take the 100% gains that fall within the year, about 93% goes to the so-called chocolatiers, the mm. processors, and just less than 6% comes to production. And if you take a system where just 6% goes to production, and considering the cost of farming have not been easy. Inflation is high. Mm. Uh, petrol, the uh, price of petrol has gone high. Farm inputs have gone high. So it, it is difficult for cocoa farmers to invest more in their production. And at the end, most of these gains go up there to the industry players. So it's a, it's a, it's a big challenge for we cocoa farmers. Our living income is not sustainable. I see. And I do know that you also have a variety of cocoa beans farmers are growing. Is, really, is, that, is that helping? Um, with now the climate change and other systems, we could see that farmers are losing with this variety uh, cocoa beans that we are producing uh, and the, the, the inclusion of uh, climate change is disturbing us a lot. Uh, where you expect yield, you don't get yield because of um, the weather conditions and other things. So with the variety, I may say uh, cocoa research, they are doing well. They come out with a good seedlings for cocoa farmers to plant them. But with climate change, has been a difficulty for we, the farmers. Let's talk about the pricing of the commodity itself, cocoa. Um, your thoughts on that? Yes, uh, this is where I like most because mm. uh, when it comes to cocoa pricing, both at the international level and domestic, there is a challenge. The representation of farmers to us in, at the domestic level uh, is not all that seen. And then at the international level, when they sit to decide the price of cocoa, they usually don't consider the farmers. You produce your product, you know your cost of production. Somebody sits somewhere, decide the price of cocoa, not considering your cost of production. So it's been a big challenge for we, the cocoa farmers. And uh, the system where we used to trade cocoa in Ghana and the world as a whole, to me, farmers, we, we, we are not happy with it. Forward sales. We have, we, we have applied this system for about 33 years now, since 1990. And somehow, nowadays, with the current trend of cocoa production, ICCU have predicted several that there will be a decline of cocoa. Mm. It means that the demand of cocoa will be high since supply is going down. And you know this trend, and you're still going for forward sales. Ghana, this year, we, we, we went in for forward sales around $2,200 per metric ton as announced by the president. And the CEO of Cocoa Board some time ago came to your sister station, mm -hmm. Asempa, mm -hmm. with Obi, and he made it clear that we sold the cocoa for $2,200. At that time, cocoa was trading around 
600 dollars mm. but because of the system the forward sales we lose some level of monies to the so-called buyers. Uh, I'm very much interested why your organization or cocoa farmers are, do not come to the decision table when it comes to pricing. Why is it so? Is it that you don't have a system to channel that? Not that they don't come. Some of them are there. But sometimes to get a fair representation uh, becomes a problem. Why because so? Some, 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 you might not know even who represent the farmers at the table and you're oh, possible. it's possible you can go out and ask we have over one million cocoa farmers you go and ask that do you know the farmer who represents you when it on the table of deciding price about 90 percent will tell you we don't know him and it is a big challenge to we the cocoa farmers and the issue is that we don't have one centralized system where cocoa farmers are, are, are put together there is a diverse way and individual way of doing things so I think it will be good for cocoa farmers to come together to get a strong umbrella body that will be recognized by law and that will be recognized by any government and will go away or uh, will shoot away with the political sense of uh, bringing in a political way and then be neutral so that this team will be recognized. So anytime at the table, the farmers will choose whom they wish to be there on the table of discussion. I see. Quite recently, the Bank of Ghana announced that Cocoa Board will raise about $800 million in the coming weeks. Um, I don't know whether you've heard of that, but uh, the Bank of Ghana made that in response to the Cocoa Loan Syndication Program uh, to support basically the purchase of cocoa beans for the next crop season. Now, do you think this will affect production since we are seeing a drop in, 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 in that quantum? I, I'm aware that uh, the CEO of Cocoa Board said that this year there wasn't anything like syndication, like... Uh, They've agreed with their buyers, and the buyers are to pre-finance the cocoa buying. I remember just last month ago, he made this uh, conversation with uh, your, your colleague, Obi. So uh, with this new information that Ghana is going for $800 million for cocoa purchases, and the CEO is also saying this year, we, we, we have been very proactive. Therefore, we, 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 we've had a discussion with our buyers, and they are ready to... Uh, pre-finance us. So it's uh, two different things that we are hearing. Because before you get syndicated, I think you should tender something to Parliament. Parliament have to give approval and the rest. But uh, we, 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 we didn't hear much on syndication this year. So we know that uh, Cocoa will be pre-financed by the support of uh, our buyers. All right. Thank you very much um, for your time. Um, Isifu Isaka for uh, speaking to us on issues that has to do with cocoa, basically. And that's it for Business Life for today. I am Pius Kujubaka. For more stories, do log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business to enjoy the rest of our programs and have a lovely weekend. Bye. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.